0: on Karina and Kirsten Get to Work, we're being hacks. No, we're not. No, yeah, we are. We're hacking. We're hacking hacking the
1: workplace. We're talking about hacks. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Karina and Kirsten Get to Work. I'm Kirsten Barron. And I'm Karina Hoyer. And we are so glad that you've joined us for this episode. We're getting ourselves some ease, meaning, and joy for women at work. That's why we're here. Mm -hmm. That's what we're about. That's
0: why we dedicate hours and hours and hours of our day to this episode, to this podcast,
1: as hacks, every day to get us some ease, meaning, and joy. So we are here recording from the land of the Coast Salish people. It's sunny, it's beautiful, we're grateful. And Karina, (laughs) how is you?
0: good isn't it interesting how it's march it's march it's march it feels like springtime i'm not gonna lie i really needed it i needed the sunshine um yeah it was i had a little bit of a rough patch over the winter i'm realizing and kind of coming out of it now going yeah all right this feels good but you know what's weird about this spring is all of the opportunities to
1: see people again and interact Cal- slowly but surely there are these social opportunities especially as the weather gets nicer uh-huh. yeah both
0: planned and casual and i'm fine i don't know if you're doing this i'm finding that like even the casual interactions at the grocery store and certainly on up to the you know gathering with fe- a fe- like intentional gathering with people <laughs> i'm out of practice oh yeah i'm so
1: out of practice yes. and I'm weird. And awkward. Yeah, thank you. I've, and which, is, <laughs> which I feel weird and awkward. I do. I'm with you. I and I it's because I'm out of practice. Um, and I also think when I'm weird and awkward, people are surprised by that. Yeah. So they think something's wrong. I have that same experience. What I don't know if all women do or just women podcasters. I think, well, of course, all women do. But here's what I really think. I think that when people like i find when people listen to the show mm-hmm. they think i always have something to say mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and br- and brilliant and witty well, at least and something. engaging but you know then i show up in person and i'm like you know and it's like it's interesting people don't expect me to be awkward and i am and i need you know it's just some grace and forgiveness <laughs> you know i'm
0: no i'm asking everyone <laughs> who interacts with me for that too and it's weird because I also feel like even when I'm not podcasting, the people I engage with on, a, you know, like mm-hmm. most regularly are still the kind of the core, my family and those few friends that I've right. been hanging out with through COVID. And so to interact with people I haven't seen in six months
1: is awkward. It's weird. But I, I really think, Karina, as with most things, I think that other people feel this too yeah so i bet you when we're talking about this our friends are like oh yeah it feels weird sometimes to be out there i don't know what to say or talk about and i sometimes i'm like what do i even wear anymore oh my
0: god i know am i gonna be overdressed yeah is it okay for me to be schlepping around in the same sweater for if the i'm gonna last- be
1: outside can i consistently look like the michelin <laughs> man but black <laughs> You know, my black puffy coat, my black boots, my black hat. I just look like I'm off to a burglary. No,
0: it's funny. I'm so glad we did the episode about what to wear, though, because it really is. It's like everything yeah. from Upside our clothing down. choices to how we interact, to our social engagements, to even like, mm, how do I do this? It's been so long, which is why I'm really excited to do this show today, because we're talking about how to hack your job. And for some people, like it means going back to the
1: office. Yes. It means leaving kind of what... The bubble. Leaving the bubble, which is (laughs) wonderful and horrible, right? I mean, we know that the being at home and working is somehow wonderful and also somehow horrible, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Going back into the office. And also, too, it's like, I think with many things about the pandemic and politics and the economy there's a lot of opportunities to do things differently yeah there are even in these really simple things about our life Mm -hmm. how is it that we create a life that gives us optimal opportunity for ease meaning and joy
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and you know we did two heavy episodes two big lifts those were big fear and black women at work Mm -hmm. and so now we're going to just get down and dirty and dig it out with hacks.
0: Yeah. Bu- <laughs> yeah. And um, a little bit of lightness, but also this is some good stuff no, right this here. Is this really is going to be good, good stuff. stuff. If yeah. you are driving, you need to pull over <laughs> and get
1: a pen and paper out
0: um, to or start taking notes.
1: go to the show notes. Or read where the I will show have, notes. Where they will we will have meticulously recorded
0: all of this the information. Before we go into hacks, though, so I have to say, I just said, it's funny how I always assume... Workers are going back to the office because I was a, office worker Mm -hmm. and you're an office worker Mm -hmm. and we know especially even if from statistics but also our friends out there they're not all office workers no many people are going to be
1: doing the same job classrooms they're in hospital rooms they're in uh, other people's homes they're in other people's homes they're in restaurants they're in grocery stores yes yes yeah they're behind the wheel of
0: big machinery they're in construction sites right like so we've got all of these um different experiences and so you're but and With that, don't you love it when I stumble over my words? And but but you're you're with with that, that. comma, comma, (laughs) semicolon. (laughs) Regardless of whether you're going back to the office or not, your job is likely going to change, is changing because COVID is changing, I'm going to assume, even if it just means you're going to start talking to your classroom with the masks off. You know, but as an aside, I know my kids experience, I just realized... We were talking recently about how some of their teachers, they've never seen their fa- the faces of mm-hmm. some of their teachers
1: because mm-hmm. of the whole mask situation. I went into the PT's office the other day and she said, oh, I didn't recognize you because you're wearing a different mask. I was like, <laughs> okay, good on you. yes, Good on you, sister, that you recognize people by their mask.
0: Yeah, Um <laughs> can I start with a hack that we haven't even talked about yet? Yes. But especially with masks, my new favorite thing is glitter on my um, cheekbones. Oh, very ever nice. since this. So Kirsten and I, Kirsten, and I dipped into a little store on my birthday, and I bought this little glitter that we put all over, like on our faces. And everywhere I go now,
1: I want to. Because doesn't that really strike you, <laughs> two professional women with glitter on their faces? It, it was fabulous. So anytime I'm not in a um... and a cocktail called a red elk. Yes. Yeah. Just imagine that.
0: Now, so, My number one ha- hack for um, just feeling good and laughing. So a little bit of glitter. Taking yourself a little less seriously and breaking through the awkwardness. Of the glitter. No, the awkwardness of like getting back to being around people. Oh,
1: like a little prop on your face. You got to A little icebreaker. On, above the mask. Yes.
0: It's like below the like right there on the cheekbone. Glitter from it from up. Glitter yeah. it up. And that is my first hack. Get I love it. Get some glitter up. But honestly, though, as we we are working masked or unmasked and, you know, moving around people and having to really care for ourselves, probably learn some new Mm -hmm. or relearn Mm -hmm. how we care for ourselves. The
1: mask thing is very dehydrating. It's very, you know, airy. It's like you just feel parched. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And also it funnels air right up to your eyes. Have you noticed like if you're trying to chew mint gum? I had an Altoid. I was eating an Altoid one time with a mask on and my eyes were watering like crazy. You can't. Because it's coming up into yeah. your eyes. But you're yeah. chewing gum under your mask. What are you chewing?
1: Oh, I love Rescue Remedy Gum. What is that? It is, uh, okay, flower essence. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Calming. Oh, concoction. Really? And you can drop it in your mouth. You can get a little tincture, but yeah. they have rescue remedy gum. Tea. I've seen the tea. They have tea and it's mint. And I'm a big believer in mint, period. Like, I know you got the Altoids in your eyeballs and I'm sorry about that, <laughs> but a little Altoids mint, a little, cause that's, that would hurt. Everybody imagine Altoids in your eyeballs. Whew, <laughs> no, thank you. That's a lot. Um, A little, you know, a little mint chapstick, a little mint gum, a little mint lozenge. Something mint really lifts us and just makes us feel fresh, right? And I just, you're the one who told me about the lip gloss. Yeah. The lip, you know, under the mask. And that has been a game changer for me.
0: Yeah, because you're not, you don't, yeah. I love the lip gloss because you still get a little bit of the smell. It's not super, super strong. And And it feels
1: moist. Yeah. It doesn't feel like... (laughs) You're eating cotton. <laughs> no, I will
0: also say, and I know people. This probably isn't a hack. This is probably like a no shit, Karina. But you gotta have those. They gotta
1: have those teeth clean under that mask if you're gonna do it all day. So um, one of my coworkers, Sally, <laughs> brings. A t- she has a toothbrush and a tooth. She's had for years a toothbrush and a toothpaste at and toothpaste at work. And I was like, I saw that. This is probably like ten years ago, twelve years. Ago. I was like, that is brilliant. Mm-hmm. So now I have it too. My sister does it too. I mean, I just think it's, I mean, even just the little tiny one with a little tiny, you know, um, tube of toothpaste. You're not out there with your Sonicare? No, I'm not. (laughs) not (laughs) Sonicare. And every once in a while, I keep a couple of wisps Mm. in my car. What's a wisp? It's a little, like it's a toothpick with a little toothbrush at the end Mm -hmm. with some toothpaste in it. Mm. It's environmentally horrid. No. Yeah. I'm going to say we're going to get, but But I hear what you're saying. I don't, you know, for occasionally Uh when you're desperate. Yeah. Anyway, that whole thing about, you know, just having a fresh self and the rescue remedy, a little extra, bring it down. Oh yeah. That kind of calms you down. Take the edge off.
0: I think there's a lot of things that people do to hack their bodies, hack their, whatever, their self Mm -hmm. at work that really, and. I would encourage everyone to figure out what yours is that that helps you feel comfortable, fresh, ready, focused, ready, whether it's a
1: well, like nourished, like you're energized. You have energy. Yeah. You are hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: got the you and you're there. You're going to be there for a while. So you may want to pull your hair up and then put it back down again. Have that scrunchie. You know, you're going to need to. Refresh every once in a while, etc. But I, and can I offer mine of my favorites? And I know I've mentioned that, this on a previous episode. But oh, here we go. I can't. I know. Here we go. Kirsten's closing her eyes because <laughs> there is a limit to how much bodily function she wants to talk about on the air. But huh. I am going to tell you, as somebody who does not want to dry clean her um, suit jackets or her nice clothes very often, and who I'm a sweater, I sweat, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ladies? Yes, we know this. Get the panty liners out. And stick them to the insides of your pit pit. Put them in the armpits of your jackets. You know, why not?
1: Because why not? Why not? You have
0: them mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're worried about sweating
1: through there. And every, you know, when you say this, <laughs> I just feel like they're going to fall <laughs> out of the arms of the, of the oh, jacket no, and no. be on the floor. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. No, right. they okay, aren't. Fine.
0: I will tell you, if you have to take your jacket off, don't don't flip it over your chair inside out. Like, don't just take it off and then just like flip it back over your chair. Because then they're
1: flapping. Because in the panty liners, liners are, like right are
0: flapping. Right
1: there. There's just things I don't want to explain to people. Like I just don't want to explain it. Well, maybe I, it, maybe actually might be a good might be a good icebreaker. <laughs> you, nobody needs to see it. But ladies,
0: that is my number one hack. Okay, but besides self, like besides hacking ourselves, well, I just
1: want to talk about something, but because I find that over the years I have had temperature issues. Hot flashes, cold, whatever it happens to be. Yeah. So I have had baby fan on my desk and I've had a wrap that I could cozy up with when I was cold. Not a chicken Caesar wrap? Not a chicken Caesar wrap. No, but I just think... Like a wrap wrap, like a Like like a a little shawl. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like a little, you know, polar fleece shawl. And I just feel like not, I mean, it's so awful to be cold. It's so awful to be hot and distracting from your work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yes. that physical comfort is yeah. super important. And just as an aside, obviously you said this before, but I don't want people to forget, like, what is the food you love? Do you need an apple on your desk? Do you need lentils in your drawer? You know, Yeah. what is something that, you know,
0: you just want to yeah, have, yeah, you just want to have
1: that you can, nourish yourself so you're not distracted by being hungry or when you can't get out of the office for lunch or you haven't had a chance to bring it whatever yeah you got to do that hey speaking of food you will see the common theme in this for me is planning for emergencies because apparently (laughs) that's all i do is go from emergency to emergency it's
0: crisis management that's what it's all about my entire life apparently personal crisis my (laughs) this is not this is not a crisis management hack but i want also get your pen out ready when you are at a buffet like if you you're at an event, or a, um, let's say you're at a retreat, or you go to a meeting and there's a buffet. At the end of the meeting, the caterer throws all that food away. So, but if you say box it up or ask for a box, then you're taking home
1: dinner. Ooh. Yeah. I love the box it up.
0: Yeah, box it up. In fact, I just had a uh, hosted a retreat. It was like a two day retreat, and after and so we had breakfast, lunch, and dinner for several days. And I just asked the caterer when you're clearing it, box it up and just leave them on the table. And literally, people were like t- filling their bags. That's with so great. Food. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't even. I I feel like I just had to get that one in. It was probably a non sequitur, but I just had to cram it in there. I like it. Are you okay with? I that? I love it.
1: I love it. Okay. Okay. Just like the panty liner.
0: (laughs) You do not love that. But we're going to move on. So thinking about then, okay, like moving away from like how do I take care of myself, my my physical physical self. Mm -hmm.
1: uh, We got to think about how we're going to take care of our mental self too. Mm -hmm. Our sanity, our kind of mental stability, our regulated self. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what we're working on. And I don't
0: think people are Doing a very good job of that these days. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't mean to be judgy. That kind of came across as judgy, but I
1: don't know that so much that people aren't doing a very good job of it, Karina, as much as this is a common experience based on who we are as humans and the circumstances that we find ourselves (laughs) in. That's what I love about it. There we go. (laughs)
0: There we go. I just am out with a
1: judgy statement and you're like,
0: listen. <laughs> we're just gonna talk about this. The commonality of
1: our experience, yeah, regardless of no, there's a significant we've we've talked about this almost. It, I feel like we have mentioned this in it in at least every other episode during the pandemic, which yeah. is this issue about mental health in the workplace. Mm-hmm. We talked about it in burnout. We've talked about it in, you know, just probably even in fear we mentioned it too.
0: I think we talk about it a lot, but I will say I read a I found a a report recently that talked about mental health in the workplace and nine out of 10 workers report that workplaces workplace stress does indeed impact their mental health. Right. And four out of five employees feel emotionally drained from their work. So that's a lot. I mean, and three out of four dentists recommend mint floss. I'm just (laughs) going to throw that one in, too. No. So. With all of this, with with what we know it from our own personal experiences, and also what those around us are reporting in these studies, it is really important to figure out some hacks for your sanity. So once you kind of have your physical self together, you really do have to think about how you're going to take care of that brain. And it's so funny because Kirsten, you're number one. You're number one. How do I take care of my brain? Is take care of my hair.
1: It. I'm so <laughs> embarrassed to say this, I really am. You know, we're going to talk about some things that really. Seem a lot they and they are better, but when I am feeling like, um, st- like stressed, pulled in different directions, if my hair is tangled, I cannot think straight. <laughs> and so, and I just think people should think about this. Are you? How's your hair? Because it's on your head. Yeah, it's directly affecting your brain. I feel like <laughs> so. If I'm really stretched, you're like, I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna comb my hair. Yeah, and often put it back in like a little bun or a ponytail Yep, and I just feel ready to go. So have a comb. Tangled hair will mess you (laughs) up, friends. So keep a comb on you at all times.
0: (laughs) Number one sanity hack. Good
1: hair for a mental boost. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is
1: my absolute now. Let's talk favorite. about the ones that really make sense. No,
0: well, according to science, I don't. I couldn't find any research that supported that. But I'm going to go with your anecdotal uh, uh, experience, and that's good enough for me. My number one thing for sanity is is, is moving my body and taking a walk outside. Mm-hmm. In fact, I mean, we've seen this, right? It improves your mood. Exercise opens up your brain to new ideas. It, f- it kind of changes your focus, etc. And I know this And seems, we know it
1: changes your brain chemistry. And it changes your brain
0: chemistry. We seems, talked
1: about this when we talked about, you know, rest and vacations. Getting yeah. outside literally changes your brain chemistry.
0: Literally does. And I that is one of the best hacks- for changing my m- mood and i don't even care what kind of weather it is just getting outside mm-hmm. and moving even if it's for five or ten minutes i think i have some of my best ideas on walks i i, I mean i actually b- talk into my phone like notes that come to me while
1: you're walking i solve the complex problems of the world while i'm walking i walk with my partner sometimes when we have things to solve yeah and i find it to be very very effective mm-hmm. and what's they always, they're the ones that suggest it. Uh-huh. Hey, do you have time to go for a walk? I'm like, oh, God, you're so evolved. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get on my stuff and get away from my computer <laughs> yeah. and cut all the strings and take out my catheter and my oxygen that I've got attached <laughs> to my computer because I'm totally, totally connected to it.
0: And get out.
1: I and I a... always am so grateful.
0: Yes. Yeah. I had a client recently who was struggling and I said, are you getting out for walks recently? And she's just, she says she's asked me for more tips like that. That was such a great suggestion. And I'm thinking it does seem so obvious, but also we I don't,
1: don't think a lot of us I maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but a lot of
0: us don't do it. A lot of us don't do it and a lot of us don't think of it as sort of essential way to hack your job. Mm -hmm. We think of it as something extra. We have to make time for I probably shouldn't be doing this. You know, this isn't productivity. I'm making
1: time for this for me. Yeah. And I'm saying it's an essential part of working. I think that's the flip, which is doing this really will create more ease in your work. Yeah. You know, oftentimes I've noticed, especially when it's sunny outside, that even if I turn my desk chair mm. and look outside mm-hmm. and take a moment to just look outside, I just feel better.
0: Yeah. In, in fact, n- uh, um, natural light has that mm-hmm. impact. Um, I actually was thinking about this recently. I saw it in one of the studies that really that numerous studies have shown that natural light in your office space, if you can't get out and walk, um, will improve productivity and your mood and your satisfaction. I also
1: want to make a plug for the fitness devices. Oh, like what? Like the Apple Watch, the Fitbit, all of that stuff that, especially for people like me who tend to get lost, right? Because, you know, I'm hooked up with the catheter and the mask and the um, saline drip and all that. Um, (laughs) And the lentils. And the the comb. Right. The comb. (laughs) Um, That I really appreciate getting buzzed on my wrist. When it's time to stand up, Mm. when it's time to take a breath, Mm -hmm. when it gives it gives me the thing. Well, you kind of been sitting on your ass all day. Mm. Giddy up, girl. Okay, You know, so I really get helped by external triggers. Sure. I set an alarm on my phone in the afternoon so that I take a 10 minute break. Mm -hmm. I just set the alarm. I love that, too, because I I
0: don't have any of that. I didn't know, I didn't realize that the Apple Watch or whatever Fitbit would tell you you're being too sedentary. You're so
1: good at those things otherwise, though. Like, you are way more, like, walk in the morning, get up, do this, to lunch, shut it up. But, you know, you're really good. I, like I I mean, I'm not, I'm kind of kidding, but I'm kind of not kidding when mm-hmm. I talk about being hooked up to my computer and really, mm-hmm. and I don't think I'm alone. I think people can get lost, you know, just in, it's hard sometimes to be aware of yourself when yeah. there's so much going on around you. Yeah. Yeah. Right?
0: yeah. And I think if, if, if it's not, um, get up and walk, it might be, you know, how many glasses of water have you gotten? Or yeah. have you, like you said, have you taken that brain break? Which again, for your sanity, that is really important that the brain break, the actually giving your, if, even if you're not walking, just stopping and not focusing on the task at hand for five or 10 minutes is, inc- is a hack is a brain hack that everyone needs to, um, institute implement institutionalize, mm-hmm. operationalize mm-hmm. in your own life and if you need a reminder to do
1: that absolutely it's make it happen very helpful to me to get a reminder yeah. otherwise it just goes I also find this one very difficult but I also know that when I can get my when I can do it it's very effective which is music mm-hmm. you know music is you know we all know the research on music and how it changes your brain
0: I was I heard a quote one time something like every art form wishes it were music mm. Every artwork form wishes it had the same power as music mm-hmm. or something like that and mm-hmm. it's so true mm-hmm. right
1: what do you think what do you mean though why is that a hard one um because it is not i think in many workplaces there's music mm-hmm. right there's just music that plays um like over the loudspeaker kind or, of deal, or I'm not sure have, if it's pleasant or not to people who are experiencing it <laughs> you know there's music in restaurants where people wait tables hopefully they like it I'm not sure that people who work in retail stores like hearing the same soundtrack you know 17 times a yeah, day yeah but you know for me music is very out of place in an office workplace yeah in my office it's yeah. just out of place mm-hmm. and so if I just have you know if I can like in my little break If I can just turn my meditation music on for five minutes and it just really, it almost like it resets my brain. Mm -hmm. I'm going to restart my brain Mm -hmm. and then go back at it. Yeah. But for me, it's that's a really hard one to do.
0: It's interesting, though. I mean, meditation music might be good for calming or focusing. Mm-hmm. Then you could I used to start my day um, when I was in an office setting and I used to ride my bike in. And as I was kind of changing into my work clothes, I would turn on a loud some sort of dance party music just to get myself all pumped up. And according to research, there was one study that showed that surgeons who performed their tasks while listening to their favorite music were more accurate and more relaxed that is fascinating, and had better response. And it's funny because I have a hard time concentrating with music on like I have a hard time. I want to listen to the words, so I frequently have to turn. I, I can't I can't work behind a computer. With I music never. On. I, I
1: don't. I don't do word word music. But
0: I can have. But man, I when I'm making dinner or doing other tasks that are more labor
1: focused, I love. Which makes sense about the surgeon because total labor focused.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're not trying to type out a sentence, you know, f- for the five hundredth time and yeah. listening to the words. Mm-hmm. But music is a really powerful one. I also know. Teachers use that frequently in the classroom when their kids are doing independent work. And as a facilitator, I started when I'm saying like, OK, everybody get together for 15, 20 minutes and talk about this in small group. I'm always cranking the music up. It's funny how it goes from silent room where people are just like this, you know, kind of doing their thing over in the group to we're talking, we're engaged, we're more animated, oh, etc. Wow. It's really interesting. So music as a hack especially if you have to get get creativity or Mm -hmm. encourage people Mm -hmm. to engage more with each other just pumping it up a little bit and for ourselves oh my
1: gosh remember when we like when remember when we used to go out remember when and go to bars (laughs) and we listened to music before we went to get jazzed up yes yeah that's exactly right oh my gosh i know
0: pump it up pump up the jams i believe is what they say Oh, my God. You know what's so funny is when we were planning this show or thinking about it, we were just like, this is going to be a 10-minute episode. It's just going to be so fast. We're just going to like, pop, bop, here are our hacks, and we're going to be done. What are we at, four hours now? No. We're moving. We're going. But this is this is the fun stuff, in my opinion. It is fun. It's like, how do we just, how do we make the experience mm-hmm. a little bit better? Mm-hmm.
1: It, it, you know, without having to dig deep into how we view the world in uh, our abundance versus scarcity mentality, <laughs> right? Or how we manage our fears. Yeah, give me some music and some lentils and a glass of water. Giddy up, let's go. A common cement some mint lip gloss right. and I am ready to go. Okay, but- still, so. no, mint la- no mint lip gloss with the lentils, no. Yeah, that is gross. Okay, there we go.
0: Um, okay, behind the computer, this is another place where we have a lot of hacks and I was really surprised to find out how much time the average office worker or spends behind a computer it is literally uh 1700 hours a year which equates to about six and a half hours a day or in other words and if my math is accurate on this which i think we know from previous episodes you should I trust you. always question my math I trust you but 1700 hours in a year equates to 70 full days 70 24 hour days office workers spend behind the, the, their computer so if you haven't hacked that whole situation yet you need to giddy up sister mm-hmm. it is really important and um one of the reasons one of the f- f- things i recently discovered which i told to kirsten and she said no way that does not exist and i said yes it does and i found it and it is awesome is if you have to do meetings oh, on by the Zoom. way
1: i said no way <laughs> not because i didn't believe her but in disbelief that this thing actually exists okay here we go that is not true because
0: Kirsten is a lawyer and she's automatically skeptical. I am of skeptical.
1: So skeptical. I was like, no. that, come
0: on. But d- it, d- did you know that Zoom has filters that you can, <laughs> that, that in addition to like putting a beret on your head or get, put, giving yourself mouse ears, you can supplement, you can augment your eyebrows? You can give yourself lip gloss, you can change the tone of the camera. So you go from me like ruddy face pasty pasty with red
1: splotches to a lot more soft and and easy to look at. I will tell you, I really think the eye, the eyebrows It's weird. That's weird. But I thought that it's lipstick, you can put lipstick on your lips. It's and it was good, and it stays with you. It was really good, and there is a little filter that you can put on that makes you look just a little fuzzy, just the slightest bit fuzzy. I think it was called, oh, blur or something or, whatever. Yeah. It's the first one on the filters, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I look spectacular. Yeah,
0: it totally changes the way you look, and so there's it's it's on your video settings. And it's just uh, called um, studio settings, and go into studio setting settings and play around because it's super it's fun. Ridiculous. You can also like, give yourself facial hair if you want to see what you're going to look like with a mustache, which, which
1: looks like a, you look comedic. It's it's hilarious. You look comedic. Um,
0: another workplace hack for behind the computer. You love the stand up desk. I love the stand up desk. If you are doing office work. You got to figure that
1: out. And the stand up desk can be as simple as a $300 lift that you put your computer on. That's what I have on my desk. Yeah. I stand up. I pop it up. I love it.
0: I used to. I used to just have books. I don't know why you're not using the law books. I
1: mean, you got to put those to you somehow. That's I actually have done that at home before. At yeah. My, before, as you know, before my kids gave me the stand desk for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Standing behind a desk
0: is so uh important because you move down you stand Mm -hmm. you're obviously Mm -hmm. not just and your body posture changes a lot and so if you're behind especially if you're behind a computer you got to move your body if you're staring at a computer screen a lot googling answering email etc
1: you could also google baby animals oh i love this one this is so cute um Karina, you should, you should say this about the Japanese study. No,
0: I, well, I think this we've talked cute. about it before, but there really was a recent study uh, um, out of Japan that found that cute animals, you know, when you're looking at cute animals, they trigger your brains to calm down and focus, and you actually are more careful and attentive. And So that is a hack. Honest to God, if you start to feel your um, energy level wane or you're starting to get a little overwhelmed, just Google baby animals and look at pictures for a couple of minutes. It'll change your experience. I love this so much that now when I do PowerPoint
1: presentations, I intersperse baby animals in the slides. I went to a CLE. (laughs) six months ago and that's exactly what they did a continuing legal education class yeah. so we're talking about I don't think it was the FMLA or something and then they'd be like and here's a kitten yeah, and here's a puppy. Yes. It was hysterical. Yes you have to do that because it baby com- animals.
0: completely changes how your brain works and again if you're going to
1: spend six and a half hours a day sitting in front of your computer you might as well look at baby animals every once in a while and I, I will call this out which takes a little bit more time but when your eyes are not working right like if if you don't have the right contacts or glasses or, you know, um, eye drops or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like it is so vexing.
0: No, you have to it focus. It is so yeah.
1: vexing. The times that I've had struggled with my eyes, it's just been like a it's been a deal breaker. It's a game stopper. Right. Mm-hmm. And I do keep... um um eye drops in my desk drawer in case my eyes get dry. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should stop working, but God forbid if I did that, I was going to put some <laughs> eye drops in my eyes and keep, keep going. going. Um, a lot of people swear by the new blue lens glasses. Yes. Yeah. I haven't tried them yet.
0: Yeah. Those are hacks too, because I think we go, we kind of poo-poo that sort of thing. And then once you once you do it, you're like, what? Why didn't I do that
1: before? Why didn't I do this before? Hey,
0: one thing about baby animals I want to say if you're not Back in front of baby the, animals. <laughs> if you're not in front of a computer, um, so my sister's a teacher and she kind of places these sorts of cues. So she's not in front of a computer all day, but she also needs to look at baby animals every once in a while. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. And so like behind the little um I don't know, like when you behind the what's that called door cabinet door. Yeah. You know, the you can place baby animal pictures wherever you need to look at them, I think is the point. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. sweet.
1: So like a kid opens up a cupboard and there's a baby animal. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's sweet. or her. Or she opened she up. And she's needs, like, she might need it too. Oh,
1: baby animal.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but there are a lot of other people who, yeah, people who aren't necessarily just behind the computer, and we want them to be uh, productive, don't we, Kirsten?
1: Oh, apparently, oh, quite.
0: In addition to ease, meaning joy we want
1: productivity. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> just, okay, let's talk now about some of the hacks in the workplace environment, Kay. like just in your office, not necessarily with your body or your brain or how to deal with being in front of a computer six and a half hours a Mm -hmm. day, but in our Mm -hmm. workspaces Mm -hmm. generally. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is one of those things. It's like the engagement statistic, right? Mm. Okay. So about productivity, as we know from the Gallup poll, Everybody. Well, almost everybody. Yeah, damn near everybody. Is disengaged at work. <laughs> Very few of us are enthusiastic, committed, and engaged at work.
0: Yeah, 30, only 36% mm-hmm. of workers.
1: Mm-hmm. And about about 14%, as we know, <laughs> this is our favorite statistic, are actively disengaged, which means they're trying to like do harm in the workplace.
0: They're sabotaging. They're sabotaging. They're, they're our miserable. easy to enjoy. They s- spread their unhappiness to their colleagues. They are the opposite of productive and and um, engaged at work which oh my god just quit if that's you can you
1: just move on that's my number one hack I guess (laughs) find yourself some ease meaning and joy get yourself out get yourself out okay productivity hacks this is my favorite one I say it all the time. People are gonna just like roll their eyes, and I'm sorry, but I'm doing it.
0: <clears throat> <laughs> That's like this is the equivalent of your panty liners.
1: This is the equivalent in of my your panty liners in my suit jacket.
0: <laughs> eat the big hairy frog first, and I
1: want you to explain what that means. You to do the very, the very difficult thing first, the hardest, difficult, most challenging thing you don't want to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Eat the bear. Eat the big hairy frog first. Like I. For example, on Monday, I have a project that I've been trying to get to for an entire week. Mm. And I have committed that I am not going to do anything else until I get this done. Yep. Like I am promising myself I'm walking in the office and not doing anything else till I get this done. That's great. So that's eating the big hairy frog. And Mm. when you do, you have another hack. You treat yourself. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. This is really terrible. But I'm, I love it when you look at me like that. Like, I have no idea what you're about to I know. say. What? what? <laughs> oh, yeah. My treating myself, me, me treating myself like a four year old. Mm-hmm. I treat myself like a four year old. That's great. That's a great motivator. And when I finish something that I don't want to do. The frog. The big hairy frog. Or even just like, I don't really feel like working and I've got to get this done. When I get this done, I will. And I know, honestly, it's like, I will oh my gosh, I'm going to go online shop for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. or I need to go get my car rental for blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to get online and do that. Like I give myself a treat and it may even be, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee Mm. or I'm going to have that apple when I finish Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. Um, or I'm going to go text my kids. Right. I mean, I really do say you get a treat when you're done.
0: Yeah. You incentivize, and in fact, mm-hmm. that is one of the keys to getting things done: is creating those internal incentives for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. I love to treat myself. I love. The, I love to be a so. You old. eat the frog, then, and you incentivize that mm-hmm. work. But you also said something in there that I think is worth noting. You, this is a hack um, that I feel like I implement that keeps me focused. And that is I always plan for the next day. I plan for the next day at the end of the day before you're
1: really good at that.
0: And so I'm looking like I make sure that I'm ready to go so that I don't start the next day and even on Friday. So I don't start the next day kind of um, on back on my heels. Mm -hmm. And so that example you just said, like you committed on Friday to have this be the first thing on Monday and you're going to be ready to do it. That's another huge one. If you start the day in a frenetic pace of what the hell is going on and what am I supposed to do? You're never gonna get out of it. i'm gonna I'm not gonna lie.
1: Friends you can't see me looking slightly blankly at Karina, <laughs> but I'm looking slightly blankly at her because some days I'm just glad I finished up the day. Yeah. Before I get to the next day. No. Like, did I enter my time? How many documents are open on my computer? Did I actually even turn my computer off? Did I go rushing out (laughs) without Is my desk full of paper? You know, I mean, yeah. But I do agree with you. Like getting a sense of getting getting ready for Monday for me is really helpful. Mm -hmm. I'm not as good at doing it every day. But Monday is getting getting mm -hmm, ready for mm -hmm, Monday. mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So you don't say what I said to myself this week on Monday at 1 p.m. Dang, it's been a really long week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These last On 6 Monday hours one. Um yeah. You
0: know, I know that I'm I also pride myself in my productivity and focus, and so I have I have so many that I want to talk about in this and I'm just going to I'm going to leave off um after a few When you were just saying about kind of organizing your work, it reminded me of the thing that I live by. In fact, I coach my clients to do. I think it's so important if you can. And it probably comes back to the way that I manage time. Mm -hmm. Remember that episode we did on time? Yes, I do. I love that episode. Um, I put my tasks on my calendar in addition to my meetings. I love it that you do that i swear that's a hack that not everybody does it Mm -hmm. i didn't realize i don't do it but i start i carve out time on my calendar for the big tasks and then i get to then i see wow i can't have another meeting on this day right i have three things due tomorrow Mm -hmm. i have to have a couple of hours to get those things done Mm
1: -hmm. i am gonna try i'm gonna start trying to i am gonna try to do that it's not something i've ever done but i think i really need to try that my um I was with a little kiddo last night who's 10 and he told me that time was a construct. Mm. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, you're 10 and time is a construct. And I'm like, God, I wish that
0: were the case. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, do I wish that were the case? Oh, I love <laughs> Anyway, it's interesting though about this and, and I won't want to focus on it too much, but because I know you hate it when I do a lot of talking, <laughs> uh, that was a joke.
1: I do love it when you talk. I, do. I thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: I thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, What's weird is not only does it help me remember what I have to do and have time to do those tasks in the day, I also have to make a conscious effort to move that time block to another day if I'm going to, if I'm going to, you switch out, if I'm going to make, yeah, right. so I move these blocks. So if somebody says they really need a meet or like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to say yes to this meeting today, that means I'm not
1: going to get. So you need to move that chunk of work, yes. that scheduled work somewhere, somewhere else, else in your schedule. And if
0: I can't find a place to move it, Stop then I don't right, have any you're time. Killing me. You're killing me. Honestly, don't right? you just
1: do that block that you had scheduled in the afternoon between like ten no. and two in the morning? No, 10 at night and two in the morning. No, yeah, exactly. No, right. and
0: that's what you have
1: to make a conscious
0: effort to punt your task mm-hmm. somewhere else in order to accommodate a person. And sometimes the task is more important. Yeah, the person may feel more urgent, which is different than important. Let's be clear. Yeah, but the task may be more, more important. So, I, and I when feel you like- said
1: that, I'm like, what? person's not a, the most important thing heresy heresy. <laughs> okay i get it i'm yeah, trying you am trying it. you get it right okay let's talk about workplace environment like the space that we find ourselves yeah, in yeah and 65 percent of workers report they find it difficult to concentrate in their environment yeah which is ridiculous how is that possible why is it that we do ourselves like that i don't know let's do ourselves i blame
0: i blame the boss Especially when I'm my own boss,
1: we have seen study after study that really tells us that the characteristics of your physical space have a significant effect on how you act on how you perceive and on how you produce. Yeah, it really is important to to tend to your physical environment
0: as much as you're tending to your physical self.
1: To the extent you control it. Yeah. To, and
0: to, to and sometimes that means getting more organized. Sometimes that means changing, you know, sitting next to a window if you can. Sometimes that means... Noise-canceling headphones oh so that my you God. don't get distracted. No, that is so true. In fact, noise is one of the biggest... It's the, one of the leading causes of employee distraction. I read that recently. I was like, holy... I, can be- I believe it. I mean, it.
1: It, it makes sense.
0: And so having noise-canceling headphones on with your favorite music... Mm. all of a sudden it's a completely different experience other things about physical environment for me organization is a huge one mm-hmm. I me know a too. lot of people in fact I, I I keep coming back to client conversations but I actually just had a conversation with a client this week two weeks ago in fact who's I asked her something delightful that happened to her in her day or since the last time we had spoke and she talked about how uh Um, bookcase that had been full of brochures and pamphlets and things that had just kind of crammed full was finally taken care of, dismantled, and all of that stuff had been dealt with. And that was like the most delightful thing for her in the world. And, And of course, Like organization and and a little bit of, you know, like cleanliness and declutter does so much for our brain to organize our brain. Mm -hmm.
1: There are a lot of people who can work in chaos. I can't. I've seen people who can really do beautiful work in chaos. I want to acknowledge that I don't have any experience with it. I don't resonate with it. I can't understand it. Mm -mm. Like if my office and workspace is just it's like my hair. Yeah. You need to it. if it's tangled. (laughs) I need to comb it. If it's disorganized, I need to organize it. That's how I
0: feel. And the the um, there's a great tip that I read online about how to organize cluttered spaces. And that is basically to to like, let's say your drawer is cluttered. Take everything out of the drawer and dump it in a box. And then when you use it, as you use it, you take it out of the box and you put it in the drawer. And at the end of a week, everything that's left in the box is you need to get rid of or critically evaluate. I mean, I think there are things that we only use every once in a while, but I've done that with my closet. Mm -hmm. I read that one time, uh, a tip to take everything in your closet and turn the
1: hangers the wrong way. Oh, and then see which ones you actually wear. Yeah,
0: And then when you wear them, when you hang it up, like when you're come out of the washing machine, hang it up the right way mm-hmm. and at the end of the season or whatever you'll realize I never touched that. I never wore it. Yeah, you can get a little bit hard. So you can get hard you can get
1: do some tough love with your clutter that way. But I do think that most people work better in an in an environment that is organized and filled with light and has the you know, great temperature and honestly, I find that one of the my best hacks it's just a little bit of beauty somewhere mm. in my kitchen mm-hmm. if I'm working or in my office, like just a little bit of beauty. So I have two really pretty paintings in my office that have, as soon as I put them up and by, I should say this, I worked in offices for the first, probably 15 years of my career with nothing on the walls. Well, yeah. Wow. I just didn't have anything in the walls. I didn't have anything on my desk. I had almost not, there was nothing. I, we we do not need to dig into the psychology of this, but when I put up two beautiful paintings, mm-hmm. even now when I go and I'm like, "Dang, this is beautiful," mm-hmm. right? And it has really those has dramatically changed my experience in my space. Yeah, yeah.
0: and it, and I love that, and it makes sense. And I think a lot of the thinking about your environment uh, that you're working within, you know, in you it's it's preferred you 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 will feel better if you honor the fact that you're going to be there you're Mm -hmm. there a lot you Mm -hmm. want it to be as comfortable as possible Mm -hmm. as beautiful as possible as light as noise free as possible that'll make you feel better that'll increase your productivity etc and it's funny how
1: something as simple as a painting on the wall can do that really it was it's it's that touch of beauty
0: yeah are Mm -hmm. you gonna cry
1: no i'm just feeling very happy about it i love that
0: I'm not trying to make fun of your tears, by the way. I love that you're emo- you've got the emotion. It was all emotional. It was like just a little bit
1: of beauty. It's yeah. just exceptional. Yeah. And um For how I feel in every regard at work. Yeah. It's weird.
0: It's weird. <laughs> whatever. Is it as weird as I feel in social interactions? Because I want to come back to that
1: after we're done recording. Okay, let's end on the biggest tack of all.
0: Yeah. Okay. Ready? Ready? Pen's waiting. Pen's waiting. Getting me a pen for this. Oh, somebody might. Write it on your hand. Give it to us, Karina. What's biggest the biggest hack, hack of all? Of all? Yeah. Start saying no. No. n, o. Write it on your no. hand. Write, write no on your hand. But also- I'm going
1: to tattoo it on my forehead. I don't even have to say it. <laughs> I'm going to write it on my mask.
0: I'm going to write it in glitter on okay. my um, cheek. So honestly, though, you know, if we're talking about hacks to improve, increase productivity, improve your mood, Change your experience. Mm-hmm. Maximize your experience.
1: Get yourself some ease, meaning, enjoy. Getting
0: some ease, meaning, enjoy. No, figuring out how to say no. Ugh. Figure it out. Figure out how to say no and detach yourself from the catheter that's really, connected to your computer. Ex- that, that is
1: the good one. I really <laughs> hope that people. I really hope that you friends out there find some, some little something, some little tidbit that just makes things easier you know gets you just kind of the opportunity for meaning and or like my painting gives you some joy yeah yeah gives you something to yeah thanks for listening thanks, thanks for listening <laughs> bye bye
0: Krina and Kirsten Get to Work is recorded and produced by yours truly Karina Hoyer and Kirsten Barron find all of our episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts you can also find us on YouTube Facebook Twitter Instagram on our website or email us at yougettowork at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.